0: That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it. well i want to welcome you all to another daily decade your rosary on the road and on time and on schedule today i know monday was a little bit odd uh, last friday was odd but we're back uh, and today on the feast of all souls we're going to be praying for a new listener who wrote in uh, for his wife michelle uh, who is with child and uh they want to pray for her, for uh, for a healthy and successful pregnancy, and also uh, pray uh, as a, uh, I hate to use the word ward, because it has a very specific meaning, but to ward off uh, a, the return of a chronic illness. Uh, so we're going to be praying for Michelle. Now, if you have, I will give you the heads up. I've concluded what I'm doing ...for the season of Advent. We're going to get through the next series, which should end the second week of December. The first full week of December. That will be the fifth Mysteries on next series, Series 10. At that point, I'm going to stop. Not perma, but I'm going to stop. And then take the next four weeks off after that. Possibly five, but certainly four. Uh, as I go through the rest of Advent, to focus on uh, making it through Advent, to reflect on what I've been saying so far, what I've done so far, what's been helpful, what hasn't been. So, prayers will pick up again. I'm all, except for requiems, I've still got requiems available uh, until that time. But, as of right now, December, I want to say the 12th, but I may be wrong about that, but I believe December the 12th is the last day. If that's a Friday, if it's a Monday, then no. But December twelfth is the last day for prayers for the year twenty twenty two, and then after that, we will any prayers that are submitted from here on out, because I'm booked out through there except for Requiem. Any other prayers that are added after this will go in January. So we're looking. We're going unless they are of a pressing nature. In other words, if you've got something that's coming up, you have a specific date assigned to it, I've got one of those that just got submitted. So I am going to have to move somebody who has a, a more... Uh, I don't want to say a prayer... I mean, the honest thing is a prayer that can wait. It's a prayer that is important and that I want to make sure stays on the schedule, but it is a prayer that can be prayed, an intention that can be visited, any time in the next couple of months and be just as efficacious so and one of those prayers will move for one of the time sensitive prayers for this new time sensitive prayer that's coming in so if you want to write in and ask for prayers daily requests at proton m e is the email address that's m for michael e for elizabeth uh, and decat d e c uh, a d e requests in the plural you can drop a line on Telegram. That's what people have been doing for the most part, commenting on the old Ramos post that appears on both Telegram and on post, poa.st, which is the uh, instance of the Fediverse that I am on. And you could also drop a line on Gab, uh, the website, everyday.wordpress.com, or where we're syndicated. And as of right now, the only syndication network we have is Exodus Americanus. Uh, exodusamericanus.wordpress.com but we are seeking uh, syndication elsewhere I'm seeking syndication elsewhere Uh, oh yeah and all of those places everywhere you're going to find the Daily Decade it's always at the Daily Decade that's where you find that's for ease of access for ease of finding now having said all of that and I I hope it's not too much of a disappointment that we've got that cut off date but I at that point, I that will have been 75 individual decades of the rosary that we have prayed together, uh, which is the equivalent of about half a year, about 26 weeks that, that I've had been doing it. And I think at that point, at about six months, that's a good time to pause and to make sure that what's going on here is for the spiritual benefit of everybody who's listening and it's not just... An opportunity for me to speak into a microphone and stroke my own ego. Uh, the I'm not interested in doing this for myself and seeing the numbers and just being and, and thinking I'm wonderful or becoming a niche micro celebrity online. Uh, I, I I want to help people. I want you to start praying the rosary. If you're not praying the rosary, start now. I want you to know that there's someone who is always here to pray for you, in the person of the Blessed Mother, and all of the saints that we pray to. You are never alone in prayer. There is always someone that you can ask to pray for you who will take your intention immediately before the throne of God. And more reliably than any human being that you're likely to speak to here on earth, At any temporal human being. You don't stop being human when you go to heaven. And if I have brought that message to people, then I've I've been successful. And if I haven't, then I've failed miserably, no matter how many views or listens or likes I have. So, that's the whole goal of this thing. And if I'm not a, and I I want to make sure I'm accomplishing that goal. Now, having said all of that and talked I I I me me me, uh, then. I think we can turn to other things more important things namely the prayer intention that we had submitted here so let's go ahead get out our rosaries place ourselves in the presence of God and pray for Michelle and for her husband Snorri who is the one who uh, submitted this request and uh, pray specifically for the success of her pregnancy now the halting sound you hear in my voice is me reaching for my rosary. There we are, I have it now. And of course today is a Wednesday, so praying in English. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery is the crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To Thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To Thee do we send up our sighs, mourning, and weeping from this vale of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, Thine eyes of mercy unto us, and after this our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of Thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. O God, who didst deign to send Thine only begotten Son, who by His life, death, and resurrection did purchase for us the rewards of eternal life, look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen saint gerard patron of expectant mothers and healthy pregnancies we humbly beg thy intercession on behalf of michelle the handmaiden of god that she may bring forth a healthy babe and may avoid any illness that may prevent the health and well-being of this child but may be afflicted only if it be to the, her benefit and the benefit of her husband that may draw both of them nearer to God that they may find salvation in it but otherwise that she be completely free and clear of the sufferings of this world and that her bringing forth should be accompanied by joy that she witnessing it may give glory to that God and Savior in whose name we pray Jesus Christ who liveth and reigneth with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God world without end. Amen. For all of us in our times of trial and uncertainty, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us most sacred heart of Jesus have mercy on us most sacred heart of Jesus thy kingdom come prayer for all poor souls in purgatory on all souls day eternal rest grant unto them O Lord and make thy perpetual light to shine upon them and may they rest in peace May the divine assistance remain always with us, and may the souls of the faithful departed by the mercies of God rest in peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. It would seem remiss not to pray for the Holy Souls on All Souls Day, since it's not necessary. Usual that uh, I get to do a recording like this on a major feast day like that. And we are wrapping up what is perhaps the most uh, Catholic celebration uh, of this time of year. Everybody celebrates Christmas, you know? everybody uh, celebrates uh, the, uh, the, the feast associated. Uh, everybody celebrates the new year and everything that accompanies it. Advent is a big thing, even among Protestants, and the Orthodox, of course, have their longer Advent. But All Saints' Day, <clears throat> All Souls' Day, and All Hallows' Eve, as a as a collective together, is uniquely Catholic. There's no one else that really does the Triduum of Death in quite the same way. I suppose there are some Anglicans that must. But uh, but they're they're outliers. This really is a very Catholic time of year. Uh, and one that reaches back as a result into the most ancient practices and beliefs of our people. Uh, or I guess I should say, perhaps I should say our peoples. And instead of saying our people, but our peoples and our, our race. The, the Western world. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh and, you know, the Western world and, and these European customs at this time of year are somewhat unique to Europe. Even the practice of the Dios de los Muertos in, uh, in Mexico and accompanying practices throughout the rest of South America, uh, they are, they, they happen uh, in those pagan cultures, but they certainly have a uniquely Spanish quality to them. And so, for us, this is a time, when we think of all souls in particular, of being aware of, and uh, at the risk of cliché, getting in touch with uh, our ancestors, and those who came before us, and those to whom we hope to give the, li- the gift of uh, ongoing life on Earth here, uh, to accomp- in, in the form of uh, descendants. You know they are given eternal a man is given eternal life by God, but his uh, descendants also and his his uh, family uh, gives him the gift of an extended life here on earth as well, and the opportunity hopefully to aid in his quest for eternal life by giving him people who can pray for him. You know, if we end up in purgatory, we should hope, we should desperately hope that we have plenty of descendants who are who can all pray for us. You know, if you die childless and you die such that you're going to purgatory, you'd better hope that you have very good friends or someone who can slap your name on a church registry because uh, otherwise it's going to be a very lonely time. And there are people who, uh, for whom... The, it's true that they have a lot of people to pray for them, and that shortens their time. It's, so it, there's a, there is, a, in fact, a spiritual reward to having a lot of kids and a lot of grandkids, and that's that it gives you the guarantee that if you do what you're supposed to do and you make it out of hell, even if you end up in purgatory... You have people that can pray for you, and if you make it to heaven, you have people for whom you can pray and intercede, which is a great gift in heaven. Imagine how the saints desire to work for God. Saint Teresa of Lisieux does and talks about this. She desires, she hopes that she doesn't, that she never enters eternal rest, but that when she gets to heaven, the first thing that Christ has for her is work to do prayers and intercessions and certainly she is a hard working saint and that's the, the, the saints are called to such things when when they pass into their sainthood when they pass into the beatific vision because they can serve God and behold him forever in worship they can be both Mary and Martha here on earth We're you tend to go one or the other but in heaven sanctity bestows a wholeness and that's what the word holy that's where the word holy even comes from it's related etymologically in the English language to the, to the word whole complete it denotes a perfection our ancestors who spoke english our germanic ancestors have this this is true of uh, of all the germanic languages in german it's heilig and Heilig means holy in German. Heil means health. It means to be hale and healthy. Hale, H-A-L-E. So holiness is a completeness, a perfection. So the saints are both beholding God and eternal rest for all time, his perpetual light shining upon them, but they are likewise there to intercede for us and help us and we repay that by paying homage to God and by offering help for the dead in the form of our prayers and the first person of course to achieve this is the Blessed Mother the crown that is given to her is this crown of perfection that was natural to her and yet could not be bestowed on her whilst she yet lived here on earth but only in her eternal life <clears throat> it is the archetypical crown of sainthood and sanctity of wholeness, of holiness that's why we say the thrice holy holy, 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 sanctus, sanctus, sanctus which truly is perfect, perfect, perfect in English And it's a a wonderful thing to add to our understanding of these songs of praise. And the Blessed Mother, too, when she's crowned in heaven, she has total perfection. Her immaculate nature, her immaculate quality is crowned with the perfection of sainthood that gives her a unique place in heaven. And... One with unique responsibilities, or perhaps we should say with unique powers, that make her someone to whom we can always go, and someone who will intercede for us if we ask for it. And that's really what the crowning is. It's, it's appropriate to talk about the crown, not just on All Saints Day yesterday, when we talk about the crowns, the saints that all have their crowns. You've never seen a coronation. It's all the lesser nobles put on their crowns when the king is crowned. And, you know, it... I don't know whether the new king of England is going to be doing a coronation. I think they're holding on to some things here and there, but not everything. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, the kingship in England is—it's not—he's not really a monarch in any meaningful sense. But they still hold on to some of the ceremonials, and one of the things is that uh, one is not one—the lesser nobles cannot put on their crowns until the king puts on his crown, because all authority in their titles. Flows from his authority. It's a recognition that he is above them. The crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven is an event that happens after the harrowing of hell. It happens after St. Dismas ascends into heaven. St. Dismas is taken into heaven. It, obviously, he's not body and soul but because his body was left on the cross. Uh, but Christ guarantees St. Dismas, crucified next to him. This day thou shalt be with me in paradise. But we have the tradition, and it has been with us since the earliest days of the church, because our Blessed Mother is supposed to be wearing an imperial diadem, which is of Byzantine quality and extractions. The crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary is something that happens in the East and West. It's pre-schism, it's ancient. The tradition of her crowning does is not accompanied by the tradition of any other saint getting a crown. And what this tells us is that even though Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and David and Solomon and all of the prophets and St. Dismas and St. John the Baptist all of them are there in heaven and Christ himself has ascended into heaven and sits upon his throne of glory and none of the saints put on their crowns until the Dowager Empress of Heaven the Queen Mother puts on her crown it's essential to our understanding of the Blessed Virgin Mary whether or not you accept the dogmas of the Catholic faith on the question of Mary her assumption, her immaculate conception all of these things whether or not you accept the questionable doctrines of the Blessed Virgin Mary and there are some questions you know the uh, the mediatrix the co-redemptrix stuff all of that I don't know exactly where I stand on all of that I have my reservations we'll say about both of those doctrines no matter where you stand on it she is in a unique place in heaven and if we accept Jesus Christ as king it is appropriate to accept his mother as queen mother it's almost necessary really and why wouldn't we want to? It gives us someone that we can always rely on. Through Mary to Jesus is St. Louis de Montfort's formula. That's why when you have the miraculous medal, you have the the M and then you have a crossbar that goes across the M and then the cross, the cross of Christ is coming out of that crossbar. Why is that? Because it's through Mary to Jesus. That's St. Louis de Montfort's formula. So the Blessed Mother has endorsed this formula in her apparition to St. Catherine Labore, or Labore, I, I don't know how the French pronounce it, but uh, to her. She's endorsed St. Louis' formula because she wants to make herself available in that way. That's what the saints do. And we, in imitation of the saints, ought to make ourselves available, both for ourselves and for those that come, that came before us, that we are always ready to approach the throne of God with whatever help we need in order to attain from him those favors which it pleases him to give and which are fitting to his justice and mercy. Now the Blessed Virgin Mary, because she went through the passion alongside of her son and suffered her own sufferings, not his sufferings, but her own sufferings, she has a unique knowledge of what the justice of God is and what the mercy of God is. And that's what makes her such a perfect advocate for us. You know, there are degrees of sainthood. You pass into heaven, you have degrees. People pass out from the throne, just like in any monarchy. God is the crowned king at the center, the Blessed Mother, the Dowager, your Empress, and then out from that, Christ the King, I should say. And then outward from that, you have your dukes, your princes, your various princelings and petty nobles, all the way out all saints all enjoying the beatific vision so I always these, this, this talk of dukes of hell and all of that it always seemed kind of ridiculous to me because I can't imagine that well I suppose Satan is setting himself in mo- up in mockery of God but it's the hierarchy order that exists in heaven that belongs to God Satan dwells in chaos because he is the adversary adversary, excuse me and so we seek to become part of that order, the order of God participating in it fully, no matter where we stand and the way in which we do that is to imitate the saints and to care for the souls as the saints do and so I know this is something of a different reflection because we haven't gotten to a lot of immediate detail of how this affects our spiritual life, how the crowning of the Virgin Mary should be a reflection for us to reflect on but as, and we, when we pray the rosary. But I hope, nevertheless, that it will serve as a reminder to us of for whom we pray, how often we pray, and why we pray, and to whom we pray whenever we're saying the rosary or any other prayer and why the invocation of the saints is such an important part of our faith not just to benefit us but to remind us of where we are supposed to be and what we are supposed to be doing and so the prayer today is pretty simple I pray earnestly not only for those that have gone before us that they all be saints but that everyone listening to this becomes saint that we can have our that we can place our crowns on our heads, knowing that our dowager queen and our King Christ have have their crowns in heaven. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness and I think in a special way for sinners so that if we but look to her who is the moon and derives all light from the sun they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.